Original reason for what was revealed the kuffar of Quraysh, but also every kafir. Every kafir. It applies to every kafir. Now, and so whether yani, they are uh, from the mushrikeen, whether they are from the yuhud, whether they are from the nasara, Christians and so on, the Jews and Christians, or other than them, it applies to all of them. And so it is obligatory yani, that a person, he calls either by way of his qalb or his lisan. As Sheikh Ibn Athamini mentioned, that a person, he addresses every disbeliever either with his tongue or within his heart with until the end of the surah that a person he frees himself even though a person might not directly say that to a disbeliever then at least within the heart a person he must say that and he must hold that belief and he must say it within the heart now and so we have um, يعني after and the, يعني so verse uh, number two and three so this is verse two and three but then verse uh, so this is the second verse. The third verse. The third verse. And then the fourth and the fifth would seem to be a repetition of the second and third verse. So we said that the second and third verse is The third and the fourth, the second and the third verse. But the fourth and the fifth would seem to be a repetition of them. And they are And so here the scholars have they discussed this is this repetition? Is it just a repetition? Yeah, two verses with the same meaning of the previous two verses. This is something that is discussed amongst the scholars. Um, that which has been mentioned is that uh, the first two verses uh, here, this is referring to uh, the Prophet and the Muslim that he he frees himself from the mushrikeen and from their gods by saying that he doesn't worship their gods. Meaning, I don't worship the gods that you worship. And you don't worship the god that I worship. So here, yani. Is, is, a, is a freeing and a disassociation, disassociating from the, from, from the gods of the mushrikeen and a person likewise saying that, the, that you don't worship the god that I worship. As for the fourth and the fifth verse, this is referring to the future, meaning, and I will not worship in the future. I will not worship in the future hmm? that which you worship. And you won't worship what I worship. This is what is what is mentioned because if you look, if you look to the to the second and the third verse, here the here the verbs are mentioned. The, the verb of ibadah. 
the verb is mentioned. As for in the fourth and the fifth verse, which is the noun. And so here the scholars mentioned that the, when, when the verb is mentioned, so in the, in the previous two verses, verse 2 and 3, when the, when the verb is mentioned, it's talking about the hal, meaning right now. I don't worship the, that which you worship, the gods that you worship, and nor do you worship the god that I worship, meaning right now. As for the fourth and the fifth verse, the noun is used, and when the noun is used, it refers to the mustaqbal, it refers to the future. Hmm? And I will not worship in the future, I will not yani, compromise my religion and, and worship that which you worship. I will not in the future yani, worship uh, that which you worship, nor will you worship that which I worship. However, some of the scholars, they, they uh, um, didn't accept this uh, and they said that yani, this is not possible that we say that this is the reason, this is the meaning uh, behind the fourth and the fifth verse. Why? Because if we were to say that the meaning is that you will not worship what I worship in the future, the meaning is not yeah, is something that we can fully accept. Why? Because there are from them those who became Muslim and, and worshipped Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is something that was mentioned. Um, oh, this is a, a long discussion um, yeah, and it's f from the scholars such as Sheikh Hassan Mutayma. He said that the, uh, yeah, and the fourth and the fifth verse yeah, and is uh, yeah, and a mention that, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not be pleased and will not accept yeah, and your, your worship. Yeah, um, uh, many many different things have been said concerning this. Uh, however, yeah, we move on to lakum dinukum waliyadin. lakum dinukum. for you is your religion, the religion of kufr and shirk, waliyadin, and for me is my religion, meaning the religion of tawhid and Islam. Naam. Uh, and so. Uh, that which we we take from this surah, that which we take from this surah, uh, is that uh, Allah subhanahu wa taala that He will protect, He will protect His messenger وسلم, from accepting the suggestion of the mushrikeen, and He did. He protected him from accepting that suggestion put forward by the mushrikeen that for a, for a year he compromises and the Muslims compromise and worship their gods and the following year that they that, 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 that uh, the Muslims then in turn worship their gods that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he uh, protected the Prophet <coughs> from this likewise within this surah that which we take from it uh, is the obligation in distinguishing distinguishing between between a tawheed and a shirk, an iman and kafr, and that uh, uh, the believer, it is obligatory upon him to free himself from the people of kafr and shirk. Now, Surah Al-Nasr, we come to Surah Al-Nasr, 
and we heard likewise the recitation of that. As for the translation, إِذَا جَاءَ نَصُرُ اللَّهِ وَالْفَتْحِ When the aid of Allah comes, وَالْفَتْحِ and uh, and the conquest and the conquest meaning the conquest of Mecca as we're going to see وَرَأَيْتَ النَّاسِ يَدْخُلُونَ فِي دِينِ اللَّهِ أَفْوَاجًا and when you see the people enter into the religion of Allah أَفْوَاجًا in crowds, in large crowds فَسَبِّحْ بِحَمْدِ رَبِّكَ وَاسْتَجْفِرَ so glorify the praises of your Lord, wastagfir, and ask his forgiveness. Innahu kana Indeed, he he is uh, the one who accepts the repentance of he who uh, who, who repents and he who seeks his forgiveness. Naam. So the uh, topic, the subject of this surah is concerning the uh, conquest of Mecca. Uh, that conquest by way of which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he uh, gave victory and honor to the Muslims and by way of which Islam spread to the يعني, uh, Arabian, Arabian Peninsula نعم, and by way of which uh, shirk and kufr يعني, were, were, were destroyed within that region uh, and likewise يعني, the fact that uh, the people will now begin to enter into Allah's religion in large crowds. Naam. Uh, and likewise, <clears throat> as we're going to see, that uh, this surah, like, uh, surah also consists of the topic, or the subject of the passing of the Prophet ﷺ, the death of the Messenger of Allah ﷺ, yani drawing near. Naam. The surah uh, is named Surah Al-Nasr. Surah Al-Nasr. Uh, due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala beginning the surah with إِذَا جَاءَ نَصَرُ اللَّهِ وَالْفَتْحِ Now, uh, the munasibah, manasib, the munasibah of this surah with the surah before. And so, uh, in the surah before, uh, we had mention of the difference between the religion of the Messenger of Allah subhanahu uh, and that which he calls to, and the religion of the kuffar, and that which they يعني, adhere to. In this surah, we have uh, an indication that their religion, that the religion of the kuffar will perish and, 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 and uh, become a religion which is expelled from that region. So in the previous surah, a mention of the different pathways of the different religions of the Messenger of Allah and the religion of the Kuffar, the Mushrikeen. Surah Al-Nasr now, the connection between this surah and Surah, surah Al-Kafirun is that within this surah, what we understand from this surah is that the religion of the Kuffar, which is different from the religion of the Messenger of Allah and the religion which the Muslim will never accept, that their religion will perish. And يعني, become overpowered and become يعني, uh, a religion which is weak within that region, and how the religion of the Messenger of Allah will, يعني, will, 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 um, 
will, will flourish now and how the people will accept his religion now uh, it's been mentioned that this surah this surah that it equates to uh al quran it's been mentioned in the in, in tirmidhi in the uh, sunan of tirmidhi that the, the, from anas ibn malik radiallahu anhu uh, that the Prophet said that أَنَّهَا تَعْدِلُ رُبْعُ الْقُرْآنِ that it equates to uh, a fourth of the Qur'an now as we're going to see that uh, when we come to Surah Al-Ikhlas Surah قُلْهُ وَاللَّهُ أَحَدٍ from the virtues of, of, of that Surah is that it equates to a third ثُلُثُ الْقُرْآنِ a third of the Qur'an and uh, Sheikh Ibn Thameen, he mentions uh, uh, a nice point. And he, he, he says how, and when we come across the likes of uh, this wording, how a surah, a particular surah, how يعني, it, it may equate to uh, a third of the Qur'an. And so, for example, if a person, he recites this surah three times, then that means he's, if we're talking about Surah Al-Ikhlas, then that means he's, he's reciting the whole Qur'an, صح? And he gets that ajab, that reward. Or like, likewise, this, this uh, Surah here, Surah uh, Al-Nasr, that if a person recites it four times, then he's, he's uh, يعني, he has a reward of reciting the full Qur'an because it equates to a fourth of the Qur'an, a quarter of the Qur'an. Now, Shaykh Tamim, he mentions that uh, it, يعني, when, we, when, when we say, uh, or as is said here, or تعدل, that it, it, it equates to and it equals a fourth of the Quran or a third of the Quran, that uh, يعني, it equates in its reward, but not in every way. It doesn't equate to it and it's not equal to it in every way. Hmm? Um, and so, نعم, when uh, we say that Surah Al-Ikhlas it equates to, 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 to a third of the Qur'an it doesn't take يعني, the place of a third of the Qur'an meaning by way of the ahkam and so on likewise the rulings and so on because Surah Al-Ikhlas for example we know the subject of that is a tawheed Allah is free from, from uh, having children and begetting a son and so on uh, and so it doesn't equate to a third of the Qur'an as it relates to the rulings, for example. Because يعني, if we take a full third of the Qur'an, we're going to find many ahkam, many rulings, and so on. Uh, likewise, uh, يعني, uh, the fact that if a person was to recite Surah Al-Ikhlas in his salah, so in a single raqa, if he recites Surah Al-Ikhlas three times, or even more than three times. Huh? He recites it three times without reciting Surah Al-Fatiha. Is his prayer accepted? Is his prayer correct? His prayer is not correct. Although, strictly speaking, if we say he read it three times, it equates to the full Quran. Huh? Because reading it one time is a third of the Quran. If he reads it a second time, he's come with two thirds of the Quran. If he reads it three times, he's three thirds. So he's, it's like he's read the whole Quran. But does it equate to the whole Qur'an يعني in its rulings and so on? No, because even if he was to do that, if he was to recite Surah Al-Ikhlas three times, 
within a raqa'ah, within a unit of the prayer, it, it would not be accepted, and that unit would not be accepted, that raqa'ah would not be accepted. Why? Because he, has, he hasn't come with fatiha. So even uh, Surah Al-Ikhlas, reciting it three times, doesn't, doesn't equate Surah Al-Fatiha. And it doesn't yani, replace Surah Al-Fatiha. Likewise, uh, yani, the Sheikh mentioned some other points, but Idnillah Ta'ala will mention that um, when uh, we come to Surah Al-Ikhlas. Now, Uh, can you repeat Surah Al-Ikhlas you're saying three times? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's not something that the Prophet used to do. It's not something that he used to do because we're going to see likewise that when we come to Surah uh, Al-Ikhlas that there was the man who used to recite in every raqa'ah he used to recite Surah Al-Fatiha and then he would recite a surah, and then he would always end with Surah Al-Ikhlas. He would always seal that raqa with Surah Al-Ikhlas, and then uh, they, 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 they said to him, why do you do that? And he said, indeed, within that surah is Sifat Al-Rahman. It's a description of Al-Rahman, and I love that surah for that. So he used to do that. And so when that reached the Messenger of Rasulullah, Prophet what did he say? Tell him that Allah loves him too. Allah loves him too. And so here now, uh, the question comes that, can a person do that? Can you do that? Can me and you do that? Can we now, if, يعني, after uh, uh, يعني, reciting a surah after Surah Al-Fatiha, that we do this same thing that this man did? Now, here, some of the scholars say yes, because look, the Prophet he said that Allah loves him due to that. However, some of the scholars said, it is better not to. Why? Because it is better to follow the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah. He never did it. Prophet himself never did it. It hasn't been established that he himself did it. And so, يعني, uh, the repeating of the surah or يعني, surah ikhlas uh, three times or surah ikhlas um, uh, after another surah, it is something which, um, as I mentioned, as we've indicated there, there's a difference of opinion there. However, if a person wants to do it still, no one's going to say that his prayer is not correct. And his prayer is not correct. Now, maybe we can discuss, discuss that further when we come to Surah Al-Ikhlas. Now, now, as for the reason for the revelation of this, of this Surah, Surah Al-Nasr, إِذَا جَاءَ نَسْرُ اللَّهِ وَالْفَتْحِ Al-Bukhari, he, uh, he recorded from Abdullah ibn Abbas, رضي الله عنهما, that Umar al-Khattab, that he used to take Abdullah ibn Abbas with him into his gatherings, into, into gatherings that he would have with the elders from, um, from those who partook in Badr. And from the senior companions. The senior companions who, 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 who uh, participated in the Battle of Badr. Hmm? Yeah, the knowledgeable and the uh, senior companions. Uh, however, some of them, when they saw this, because Abdullah ibn Abbas was young, Abdullah ibn Abbas was young. He's mentioned, as far as I recall, that upon the passing of the messenger of Allah, he was like 17 years old. Hmm? 17 years old, so he was young. Young Abdullah ibn Abbas. However, 
after the passing of the Messenger of Allah, Umar, when he was the Khalifa, he would have gatherings and he would bring in to those gatherings the uh, senior companions, those who partook in the Battle of Badr. However, he would bring Abdullah ibn Abbas with him, he was young, and many of them, those senior companions, yani they, they were uncomfortable with that. They were uncomfortable with that. Naam and Abdullah ibn, ibn, ibn Abbas, he mentions that, um, that he found something and he felt something, he felt uncomfortable. He felt like they were, like, yani, as though they were saying, yani, why is he allowed to come to these gatherings and our young ones and our uh, sons are not allowed to, to come. Now, and so on a particular occasion, one of those occasions, Amr ibn Khattab, he, 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 he brought Abdullah ibn Abbas with him. Now, uh, and then he turned to them, to all of them, and he said, what do you say concerning إِذَا جَاءَ نَصُرُ اللَّهِ وَالْفَاتِحِ What do you say concerning that surah? Some of them, they said that we have been commanded that we praise Allah. فَسَبِّحْ بِحَمْدِ رَبِّكْ وَاسْتَغْفِرْ So this surah, the tafsir of this surah is that when uh, we are victorious and Allah's aid comes and the conquest comes that we are to, to praise Allah and to seek his forgiveness. Now, some of them were quiet. Some of them were quiet. Naam. Uh, and others, some of them were quiet um, and um, some of them, they, 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 they said what they said. However, Amr then he turned to Abdullah ibn Abbas. And he said, what do you say, Ibn Abbas, what do you say, Ya, ya Ibn Abbas? فقلت, uh, so he said to him, do you say as they say? And so Abdullah ibn Abbas, he said, La. He said, no, I don't say as they say. I don't explain this surah the way they explain this surah. And so Umar turned to him and said, فما تقول? He said, so, 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 so what do you say concerning this surah? فقلت, and so Abdullah ibn Abbas, he said, huwa, Ajr Rasul, Ajr Rasulullah It is the, it is the, يعني, uh, with this surah, the explanation of this surah, and the reason why this surah was revealed is that the life of the Prophet is coming to an end. That the life of the Prophet is about to come to an end. Now, يعني, through this surah, Allah informed his, his Messenger that he's about to die, and he's going to die soon. Now, and so Allah said to him, "Ida jaa nasulullahi wal fath, waraita nasa yadhuluna fi dini Allahi afwaja." To the end of the surah, um, and so He said, "Fadalika alamu ta'ajalik," and so that is the sign of your death. That your death is near. Now, فقال عمر so عمر he said, "لا أعلم منها إلا ما تقول." I don't know. I don't know anything else except for what you said. Meaning that's I, I, that's what I understood and that's what I know. From the reason or concerning the reason why this surah was revealed and the meaning within this surah. It's the same thing that I know. So, this shows to us uh, the, the uh, uh, knowledge of Abdullah ibn Abbas, although he was young. Uh, meaning here, so we're looking at the mufadati, we're looking at the words. When the aid of Allah comes, the aid of Allah. يعني, that he aids his messenger Muhammad with. Over the enemies from the Mushrikeen. 
that in the previous surah he freed himself from. And the Fath here, the conquest, is referring to the conquest of Mecca. Meaning in Al-Islam, meaning of afwaja is jama'at, jama'at, in groups and, and, and in, in droves. Now, and the conquest of Mecca, does anyone know which year that was? The conquest of Mecca, the Fath of Mecca? Anyone know? The eighth year after the Hijrah. The eighth year after the Hijrah. The year after, the ninth year, was known as Amal Wufud. Wufud means delegations, those big groups and delegations of people that would come. The following year, was known as Amal Wufud, the year of the delegations. Why? Because people came flocking delegation after delegation after delegation to Medina, accepting Islam. Previously, before this, what was happening? How were the people accepting Islam? Hmm? Individuals, individually. One person coming, hiding, hiding his Islam and so on. And free, yani running away from his people or coming. Individual, one or two individuals, three small groups coming. And Yani, uh, uh, professing the Islam, accepting Islam. However, now, after the Fath of Mecca, you see the people coming into Islam, afwaja, jama'at, jama'at. And so the following year, after the Fath of Mecca, the ninth year, this is when, this is when uh, the, the people came in flocks, and so it became known as Amal Wufud, the uh, year of the delegations. Of the now of the year of the delegations. Now, going back to uh, the previous uh, matter, what we mentioned um, concerning the reason for the revelation of this surah, we said it is referring to, or it was revealed why? Hmm? To inform the Prophet that he's, he, yeah, he, his, his life is coming to an end. Um, Sheikh Ibn Thamir mentioned a nice point. Uh, he says that um, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he said فَسَبِّحْ بِحَمْدِ رَبِّكَ وَاسْتَغْفِرْ إِنَّهُ كَانَ تَوَّبًا that after mentioning إِذَا جَاءَ نَصْرُ اللَّهِ وَالْفَتْحِ when the aid of Allah comes and the conquest of Mecca وَرَأَيْتَ النَّاسِ يَدْخُلُونَ فِي دِينِ اللَّهِ أَفْوَاجًا you see the people coming to Islam in the religion of Allah in large groups, group after group after group the Shaykh mentions that which would have been expected is that Allah would say to his Prophet, to his Prophet and he would command him with a shukr, give thanks. Give thanks. That, that's what would have been expected. Give thanks. Um, however, uh, Allah said instead, He said, فَسَبِّحْ بِحَمْدِ رَبِّكَ Yani make tasbih of Allah. Make tasbih of Allah and seek istighfar. Seek forgiveness. And so if we reflect upon that, if we reflect upon that uh, alone, it shows us and we can extract from that that the meaning of this is that your lifespan is coming to an end. Because yani, uh, Towards the end of one's life, one, a person should seek forgiveness for his sins. But that which we would have expected after Allah mentioned this great blessing 
uh, that he's going to bestow upon the Prophet yani meaning that he's going to, his aid's going to come and they're going to conquest Mecca, they're going to yani, take over Mecca and the people will now come into Islam in large groups that, will, that which would have been expected is give thanks but this was not mentioned but what was mentioned here is make tasbih of Allah and seek forgiveness yani, showing that something is going to come so showing that something is going to come after this and this is similar to where Allah mentions uh, that we indeed we revealed to you the Quran but that which would have been expected after that is that Allah would say huh? so give thanks to Allah for that blessing that Allah has revealed yani, that the blessing of Allah revealing the Quran to you however Allah did not say that what did he say Huh? I just said the verse after. Naam, and then after? Huh? Fasbir al-hukmi rabbik. Fasbir al-hukmi rabbik. Be patient huh, with the command or the, the decree of your Lord. Meaning, what's being indicated here, that, that which is going to come after, is you're going to require patience. Huh? Because when you convey this Quran that has been revealed to you, you're going to, you're going to be faced with harm. Hmm? So this is similar here. This is similar here. Allah did not say you would expect that Allah would say, so give thanks to your Lord for that blessing of revealing the Quran to you. But he didn't say that. He said immediately after, hukmi rabbik, be patient with the decree of your Lord. And yani, that which we take from that is Allah is, 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 is indicating and saying that yani, after this, you're going to be faced with yani, much harm when you convey the Quran. And so similar, when the aid of Allah comes and when the uh, conquest of Mecca yani is, is, it comes about and when the people accept Islam in large groups hmm, you would expect to say or we would have expected to, to hear give thanks to your Lord but we didn't hear that make tasbih of Allah and seek his forgiveness why? because your, your, your ajal is, 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 is near your, your death is near Naam. And so, uh, uh, Naam, uh, the general meaning we take from this surah is that uh, we have uh, glad tidings, glad tidings uh, to the Messenger of Allah, to the Muslimin, uh, and likewise a command to the Messenger uh, of Allah uh, when that glad tidings comes about. The glad tidings being that the aid of Allah will come, the conquest of Mecca will come, and likewise how people will, 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 will flock to the religion. Um, and so um, we have a command to the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu that he, uh, he makes this be of Allah, he seeks forgiveness. Uh, and likewise, in this is a command to the believers also, that when uh, the aid of Allah comes, whenever the aid of Allah comes, hmm, that we should be grateful, we should glorify Allah, we should praise him, we should seek forgiveness in order for that blessing to, uh, yani, to, to remain and for it to increase. For indeed, Allah SWT, He said, uh, When your Lord proclaimed that if you give thanks, then He will increase you, increase you in that blessing. Now, now, 
the surah after that was Surah Al-Masad. Surah Al-Masad. Naam, tabbat yada abi lahabi wa tab. Naam, the meaning of which is tabbat yada abi lahabi wa tab. Perish the two hands of Abu Lahab. Wa tab. And may he perish. And may he perish. Ma agna anhu maluhu wa ma kasab. Yani, his wealth and that which he acquired from yani wealth and children and so on uh, will, will, uh, will not avail him and yani he will burn in a fire of bla- of blazing flames and uh, his wife who will carry who will carry yani the, 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 the wood the wood yani, uh, within the fire now في جيدها حبل من مسد في جيدها حبل من مسد in in her neck or on her neck يعني is a twisted rope of مسد of يعني of of fiber of fiber نعم يعني from the fire and so the subject of the surah is the جزاء the reward of Abu Lahab of Abu Lahab and his wife نعم uh, the A'mam of Ar Rasul the uh, paternal uncles of the Prophet, Sheikh uh, Tamin, he mentions that we can categorize them into three. We can categorize them into three. Uh, from them, from them, uh, those who believed and made jihad with him. From the paternal uncles of the Messenger of Allah, those who believed in him and made jihad with him, and they became, they, they became Muslim. Naam. From them, this is the second category. From them, those who uh, supported him, aided him, protected him. However, he remained upon kufr, remained upon disbelief and shirk. The third. Yani from the uncles, paternal uncles of the Prophet the third category, those who yani, uh, rejected him and yani, were, were uh, severe against him, hmm? severe against him and, and had a severe enmity towards him. Uh, and he is, yani, no doubt, a, a kafir, a disbeliever. As for the first, we said the first, those who believed in him, made jihad with him, accepted Islam. There were two. Do we know them? Hmm? No? Huh? Hamza, Hassan's Hamza bin Abdul Muttalib. Hamza bin Abdul Muttalib. And? Hmm? Abbas. Abbas bin Abdul Muttalib. Those two. Uh, uncles, the paternal uncles of the Prophet uh, they uh, accepted Islam, they were Muslim and from the best of the Muslims the best of them from them too is Hamza and he's from the best of the Shuhada the best of the martyrs those who, 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 who were martyred Naam. he was martyred in, in the battle of Uhud Naam. Tayyip. the second category we said hmm? those who Aided him, protected him, but didn't believe. Do we know an uncle? Abu Talib. Abu Talib. And his name was uh, Abdul Manaf. His name was Abdul Manaf. Known as Abu Talib, but his, 
He was Abdul Manaf. The third, we said, those who were staunch against the Prophet. Staunch against him. Do we know? Abu Lahab. That's what Abu Lahab here. Abu Lahab, and his name was Abdul Uzza. Abdul Uzza. Now, so they, 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 yeah, we can categorize the Amam, the paternal uncles of the Messenger of Allah into these three categories. Now, uh, the Surah was named or is known as Surah Al Masad due to uh, yeah, Allah ending the Surah. Ending the Surah. As we mentioned previously as well, the, the, the naming of Surah can take its name due to something mentioned at the end of the Surah, such as Surah Al Ma'un that we took. At the end of the surah, Al-Ma'un is mentioned, and so the surah took its name due to that. Here, likewise, Al-Masad is mentioned at the end. And so this surah is known as Surah Al-Masad, and as we translated, meaning she will have on her neck a twisted, يعني, um, a twisted rope of fiber. Now. Now, it's also known as Surah Tabbat, due to the opening verse. It's also known as Surah Abi Lahab. And as a point here, as we heard the tra- uh, within the translation, and within the Surah itself, we hear say, Lahab. Lahab, the same as his name. Tabbat Yada, Tabbat Yada. Abi Lahab. And we said that the meaning of Lahab is blazing flames. And so look how his name, even his name, reflects on his punishment. Even his name reflects his punishment. Now, Tabbat Yada Abi Lahab. And so the Mufradat, the, the, the words within this surah, yani very quickly, uh, the meaning of tabbat, yani khasirat, khasirat, yani be perishing, to be in loss, to be in loss. Naam. And so uh, may the two hands of, of uh, Abu, uh, Abu Lahab yani be, per- be perished uh, and let him be perished. Naam. Uh, uh, yani, and this is the meaning of tabba, yani tabab, it is khasar, it is to be lost. That is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentioned elsewhere in the Quran, وَمَا كَيْدُ فِرْعَوْنَ إِلَّا فِي تَبَابَةِ إِلَّا فِي تَبَابَةِ مَا كَيْدُ فِرْعَوْنَ إِلَّا فِي تَبَابَةِ يعني, and, and, and the plot of Fir'aun was not except في تَبَابَةِ يعني, uh, in loss. Now, مَا أَجْنَ عَنْهُ مَا لَهُ مَا كَسَبَ يعني, uh, that which he acquired from wealth and children and so on, would not avail him before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as we mentioned, he would burn in a, in a fire uh, of blazing uh, flames. Naam. Um, and likewise, his wife, his wife, who was Um, um Jamil. Um Jamil. Al Awra. Al Awra. The sister of Abu Sufyan. The sister of Abu Sufyan. Naam, from the noble, noble, uh, or the notables from Quraysh. Naam. And so her, her, yani her, um, yani her position in, in, in the, in the, uh, amongst the Quraysh and her status and so on will not avail her uh, in any way due to her uh, yani, uh, participating 
along with Abu Lahab uh, in the harming of the messenger of Allah SWT and, and an enmity that she had towards him. Now, she would carry uh, the wood, she would carry the wood uh, in the fire, she would carry that wood. Uh, and this Hammala, Hammala Tel Hatab, Hammala, it is Sayyid Mubalagha. It is a form uh, in Arabic language which, yani, uh, which yani, brings about, or its meaning uh, necessitates exaggeration. Yani, exaggeration is something, meaning she will do, she, she will constantly be doing that, constantly carrying that word. Hammala Tel Hatab. Now, uh, she would carry yani, uh, thorns from uh, a plant which is known as Sa'dan, yani, a prickly uh, plant, uh, because she used to do so with the Messenger of Allah. Sallam. She used to throw those uh, thorns in the pathway of the Messenger of Allah. Sallam. Now, uh, and she used to name the Prophet Sallam, instead of calling him Muhammad, she used to name him Mudammam. And so she used to have enmity just like Abu Lahab, just like her husband, towards the Messenger of Allah. On her neck. On her neck. She will have a twisted rope of fibers. Fibers. From the fire. Now. And so the reason for the revelation of, of, of this. Uh, Surah Al-Bukhari and Muslim they uh, recorded that um, Abdullah ibn Abbas that he said when Allah revealed وَأَنذِرْ عَشِيرَةِ فَالْأَقَرَبِينَ and warn the close يعني, uh, closest of, the ki- of your kinsmen of your people warn them the Prophet ﷺ, he stood and he يعني, he, 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 um, uh, he mounted uh, Mount Uhud and he, يعني, he addressed the Quraysh and he, he gathered them together. He called them the Quraysh. Uh, and he said to them, يعني, if I was to inform you that there is an enemy that is close by, that you have an enemy that is close by, would you believe me? And they said, Bala, of course we would believe you. Of course we would believe you because he was known to be Sadiq and Al-Amin amongst them. And then when they said, Bala, of course we would, he said, in, in, he said that I am a nadir lakum, that I am a nadir, I am a warner to you of a severe punishment. And then he, he called them to Islam. He called them to the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. And then Abu Lahab, he said, tabban lak. That's when he turned and he said, tabban lak. Huh? May you be perished. May your two hands, may you be perished. So Abu Lahab, he said this to the Prophet Is this what you gathered us for? You gathered us together for this. And so that is why Allah revealed Tabbat Yada Abi Lahabi wa Tabba. Now, uh, we didn't mention the Munasaba. The Munasaba of this surah with the surah before it. So the surah before, Surah Al Nasr. Surah Al Nasr. What is the connection between this surah and the surah before? Surah Al Nasr, yani we have within that surah yani, uh, the mention of the aid of Allah and the conquest of Mecca. The surah before that was Surah Al-Kafir when we said. Now, some of the scholars, they said that the connection between Surah Al-Masad and Surah 
and Nasr. And both of them, along with Surah Al-Kafirun, yani they, they, both the connection between these two surahs with Surah Al-Kafirun is that in Surah Al-Kafirun, at the end when it was said, لَكُمْ دِينَكُمْ وَلِيَدِينَ For me is my religion, or for you is your religion, and for me my religion. It is as though it was said, فَمَا جَزَائِ So, me sticking to my religion, what is my reward? Hmm? What is my reward? Yani, it is as though the Messenger of said, yani, me sticking to my religion, and not compromising, what is my reward? And so then it was said, إِذَا جَاءَ نَصْرُ اللَّهِ so it was said to him that your reward is the, the aid of Allah and the Fath of Mecca and the people accepting Islam and coming into your religion afwaja. And then uh, it was said, And what's the reward of my uncle? One who, who came and said, Have you called us? Uh, is this why you gathered us? And when they said, uh, If it pleases you, okay. For one year, we will worship your God, and then the next year, you worship our gods. So it was said, Tabbat yada abi lahabiyu wa tabba. Naam. So this is the reason why uh, Surah uh, Al Masjid comes after those two uh, surahs. Naam. And so this Surah, you know, uh, what we take from it is uh, an explanation um, uh, of how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will destroy, he will destroy Abu Lahab and his plot. His plot that he yani, had against the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Likewise, that his, uh, that, that his wealth and his children and any disbeliever will not uh, avail from the punishment against the punishment of Allah in any way. And likewise, within this surah, we take from it the uh, forbidden nature of harming the believers in general, not just the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, but any of the believers. And likewise, how that qaraba and that yani, uh, though that that the relationship of an individual those ties that a person may have with, with others how that will not save a person from shirk and from kufr and from punishment how here even the paternal uncle of the messenger of allah sallam abu lahab how yani, we see his punishment is a severe punishment and as has been mentioned that abu lahab will have Oh, Abu, uh, as, as Abu Talib, Abu Talib, he will have, and he, likewise, we said, is from the uh, paternal uncles of the Messenger of Allah, from the second category, those who aided him and supported him and protected him, but didn't believe, didn't accept Islam. He will have the lightest of punishments from them, and that punishment is him being yani, given uh, a pair of sandals in the fire, which will cause his brain to boil. Now, Allah Taala Alaihi Wasallam Nabi Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.